0: Hi, everybody. Welcome in to another episode of the PHNX Suns podcast. I'm Lindsay. That's Saul. That's Flex. That's Espo. And Gerald will hopefully be joining us later on from the arena. The Suns played their second preseason game. And uh, they did not beat the Nuggets tonight, but they looked good, considering especially that the big three in Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and Bradley Beal did not play at all. And we did see... Some of the star players from the Nuggets play. Why am I so damn tired at 3 p.m. and
1: Dude, my no, eyes are like bloodshot? <laughs> you think I would have you? I had like nothing but like THC and like gummies all night. But oh I no! Swear to you, I didn't. It was just my eyes are fucking red as hell. So
0: what you're saying is, is we're not in midseason <laughs> no. form? No. That's what you're no. No. We could have used the night off like the Suns' big three too. But I'm
1: usually know. in wow. bed here in about 20 minutes. So yeah. Really? Hell yeah. By 10 o'clock, I'm out. I mean, we all got to wake up and come to work. Well, some people. (laughs) (laughs) Two of us have to wake up and come to work. (laughs) Two of these things are not like the other one. (laughs) It
0: is me. It is I. Hey, hey, leave Lindsay and I alone, all right? (laughs) That's right. Leave us alone. All right. But all in all, you guys, I was very happy with the way that the Suns played tonight without the big three. They were aggressive. They were a little scrappy. They stayed in it. Obviously, it's a preseason game. We know this.
1: Can, can the I? Nuggets
0: didn't bring their full arsenal. They you did. know what I'm saying?
1: They brought everybody except for uh, Brown off the bench. Yeah. Well,
0: do you think they played to the highest of their abilities? Let me ask
1: you this. Do you think they would have said the same thing to us if they played their scrubs and we played our big three? Yeah. Okay, then.
2: I mean, look, they played Jokic for 18 minutes, Murray for 18 minutes, Caldwell Pope for 18 minutes, and Aaron Gordon for 13. Like, MPJ was out. I mean, right. that's the only guy... In their regular rotation, of starting wise, that wasn't wasn't in there. And look, we know it's preseason; we get that. But I do like the heart that this group showed against uh, against guys that were in the main rotation, uh, were starters and and stars for the defending NBA champions.
3: Yeah, I mean they they played tonight. I mean, the energy was real. They came out to play. This is their first little get together too. So I mean, they they came out to play. I was impressed, man. I mean, that bench held up. It looked. Listen, we're deep, man. Like this is what I got out of tonight. We're deep. This team is going to be terrific. I loved what E. G. Uh, Allen and nakogi did. So, I mean, to hold up against that team, I mean, I was thinking we we're going to lose by twenty. The fact that this is still a basketball game is pretty impressive.
1: I have just one thing to say. What is that? I have to say something to some a particular person. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, here I'm going to I'm going to try and do my shack voice. Okay, Are you ready?
0: Matu.
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, <Shemizu>, Metu, uh, <laughs> I owe you an apology. I was not familiar with your game. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. I love Shimezi tonight. Cook, he was bro, He you, was he was solid. He was real solid. I mean, I will tell you what. There's a difference between being you know in the in the running for like ten through fifteen. Yeah. I really think that he's in the running for yeah. like six to eight. Like he's, I think he's he's, like the way he's playing right now and the versatility that he shows. um, And then uh, to be consistent from the outside so far of what we've seen in two preseason games, let me, you know, um, listen, I think one of the things that I was very hard on the player that now plays for the Washington wizards before was that like, he just (laughs) never to me really showed that he could bounce back and, Uh, He had a couple good games, but then he'd have, like, ten awful ones. Um, We'll see what Metu's all about, but in the early going, I have been very impressed by what he's brought to the team. Uh, He is far, far away from uh, the stigma that everybody wants me to put on him. I don't think he's going to be that dude. I'm actually
0: so happy to hear this because I was a little bit concerned. When Obviously, I I think when... Everything went down. It was just kind of a little bit of a surprise, right? I don't think anybody expected Chemezi Metu to be on the Suns list in yeah. that way, especially that quickly. I think that might have been one of the bigger surprises as well. Um, but I'm really excited to hear this. Yeah. This, this basically is showing us now <laughs> um, we have an entire squad that we're all like on board with.
3: Uh, I don't know about that. You don't? Oh, I mean, we got, we got. There's a, there's a we'll couple guys. There. We'll get there.
0: But, nah, I mean, oh Of course,
3: mind. there's a couple guys. But I mean, for the most part, man, this team's pretty deep, and I love to hear you say that. But I mean, I'm sure you, you watching the game. Do you see his face-up game? Yeah, oh. like do you, do, you hand, hand yeah. do you see the ball handling? Do you see the post game? Yeah. Do You see the three-point yeah, everything, shot. Everything was there. Versatility at the four and the five. Mm-hmm. Like, I really agree with you. I think at some point, it's going to get to the point where we're like, yeah, Chemezi's the eighth dude or the ninth dude. I will will say this. Everything we've heard is the guy has the
2: immense talent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's consistency. We've seen it in two preseason games, but can he be consistent enough to stay in that rotation? That was his problem uh, in Sacramento last year in particular. He was the backup center for the first half of that season and then fell out of the rotation because of uh, of inconsistent play inconsistent. couldn't find the
1: couldn't find the perimeter shot he was very inconsistent and, and listen like uh, again alvin gentry literally told espo and i at summer league that he has all the tools he he has all the ability It's just can he put it together you saw that a little bit at usc when he was there with the trojans you saw a little bit there in cleveland when he was there and then now in sacramento we talked about the third stop for a lot of these guys mm-hmm. we, we kind of talked yeah. about bowl 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 and stuff like that but you know I, i'll admit we might have overlooked the fact that metu is also on his third stop yeah. and um I, I listen i i i'm i've been really impressed and if he plays like this you know consistently oh he's definitely going to be in the top six to eight yeah. r- rotation
3: i i want to see him with the dogs that's what i want to see Cause there's a difference when you're out there and you're the alpha because you're playing with a, a certain group of players. I don't want him to lose this consistency or this this feeling of having control of his game. I don't think he was the alpha out there, though. No, no, no. I, in certain units, like the other night when he was out there, was he Saban was, Lee out there? Did when he uh, at, at all.
1: With Metu, basically every single time Metu was on the floor, Saban Lee was on the floor. Yeah, and Saban but Lee was trying to be
3: that. He was trying to. He was, he was trying, trying to, so right? Damn hard. like game, the first game when he was yeah. out there with the units, he was the alpha. And so, what mm. my problem with Metu, and I think this is what happens in Sacramento, is when you put him with other guys, he tends to defer, and that's where you lose your game. That's where you lose your confidence. So I want to see him with the real lineup. And see if he's able to put those things together without deferring because of the talent. So. I
2: think one of the things here, though, there is no real pressure. Right? No. I mean, the expectation for most of us was absolutely nothing for Metu. So does that help, too? Because sometimes when there's that expectation, you press, right? Yeah. You you do those things. Here, it's just go out there and be you. And that's all we're going to yeah. need. That'll be good enough. And you got to wonder does that carry through? Because it, it feels like that's part of it in preseason is he's just, I'm going to go out here and I'm going to be me. I'm going to do the things I can do well. And that's that. But some guys press when you get into the regular season, because they feel a pressure with it all. And right. and maybe that's the key for him is just understanding you go out there, you beat your you do the things that you do well and, and, everything's going to be fine with your playing time here. Yeah. We don't need
0: you to go above and beyond. We don't need you to be the one who wins us every single game. You just have to do the little things that we know you can do because the weight's being carried by the big three majority of the time. Right. I don't know, but I'm excited. Uh, Paisley sent us a super chat and they said, can we just be honest? Our big three sat and our bench shows strength.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Honestly. That's the biggest takeaway of the night. That's I mean, listen, however you want to slice it, uh you have played pretty well yeah. uh when Grayson Allen wasn't turning the ball over he 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 played very well yeah. uh, you can see that spot up sh- shot is is there um i even thought you know i i think kbds had a slow start to the preseason yeah, but i really thought up. in the fourth quarter he started to put it together uh defensively he was he was decent he was solid all game long it's just offensively you're you're hoping that he's going to be able to hit a couple buckets when needed he did that in the fourth quarter i think from top to bottom um you know for the most part everybody Everybody played well, mm-hmm. and that's what you want to see from your bench when you don't have your big uh, three stars. Yeah. We'll get to Yusuf here in a second. I thought he was he was very good. I thought he was fantastic.
2: Look, look I uh, I wasn't here for the love fest with Grayson Allen on Sunday uh, <laughs> after his, his first preseason game. But, yeah, I, I get he had the five turnovers. Most of those came early with a bunch of guys he's never really been on the court yeah. with. Before and they were asking him to do a lot of the ball handling. Yeah. Uh, in that early, it was him and Saban Lee basically trading off on who was, uh, who was running the offense. But ten points, uh, seven assists, three rebounds, a block, two steals. Grayson Allen is just a guy that's going to do all those little things for you and hustle his ass off. And I like that. I I still think he's got a a dark horse chance at that fifth starter. Position. Grayson, no, no, got, got that a lot. I think there happening. will be at some point this season where Grayson Allen starts a handful. Only of because of injury,
1: I, I, again, I think, I think because Grayson point, Allen is not needed in that starting five lineup yeah. because he, he, some point, he, you don't need another shooter in there, and his size is not going to dictate that he needs to play. Uh, yeah, in that you got three, you got two other guys that are that are six five six six. Or, or below, you're going to throw a third guy in there to do that same thing. He's at six five. Like that's just not going to happen. He's not the defensive Josh stalwart Akogi's that they need. Josh six four. He's defensively okay, way better. I, I, I like it's not Look, even the same
2: I, stratosphere. The old saying is you can never have too many shooters, and it's for a reason, right? Because the gravity of the big three is always going to find a guy open. And at some point, if Josh kogi's not hitting three pointers like we've seen him do in this preseason. Grayson Allen will get his opportunity. He started 72 games for for the Bucks last year. This is not a guy incapable of being a starter. Do I think he'll be the full-time starter in the fifth as the fifth guy? No, but I think much like last year, Josh Okogie will not be that guy all year and I think Grayson I- Allen could
3: Either I, either. I don't I don't think it's crazy to think Grayson. He of course Grayson can play. I mean, he can definitely be the third guy. I just think for what this team is doing, a Kogi is the perfect fit. And I think tonight it, it needs to stop like people trying to bash on Kogi. Like oh. he, he's evolved. Not you. I don't mean that as no, a bat. no 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 no. I'm saying there are people that have been pissed off saying, wow, Josh Okogi's the fifth guy. Oh my god, that's terrible. No, Josh Kogi's improved. He, I mean, listen, Okoge, Grayson Allen, and Eric Gordon all shot 50% tonight. Any of those guys, they're starters in the NBA. You can't start everybody. I love Gordon and Grayson Allen coming off the bench, though. I think that's dynamic, man. I, I think, think that's something no team got. I,
1: again, I just to reiterate, like, I could care less if Josh Okoge went 0 for 90. First of all, he would never shoot 90 shots in a game, obviously. But like, he's not out there for offense. He's not out there he's for, not for, out offense, there for offense. They're going to be able to find the other three at some point either way. And yeah. then... And then Let's just say they did play the Nuggets in the regular season or the playoffs, right? We saw a little glimpse of what the difference was between Yusuf Nurkic and DeAndre Ayton, specifically yeah. against a Nikola Jokic. Right and at the beginning. Right, at the, right from the jump, <laughs> we saw that. And I was like, oh, how about that? Yeah. It's not about stopping Jokic. It's about making him work a little yeah. harder than a fucking free-for-all that he had last year in the playoffs. Yeah. Josh Kogi and his defensive versatility is what they need yeah. um, when they play those premier guards like Steph Curry, Jamal Murray, so on, because you don't want to wear down your starters, and that's why I think even if he doesn't shoot well, which I do believe Josh Okogie will bounce back. I mean, he shot 50%. Uh, like, shot yeah, yeah, he was, he well, was solid today, right? He no. was solid tonight, yeah, I for know, sure. We no, know I it can be streaky,
2: though. And I, look, it's, it's real great to sit here and go, oh, if he goes 0 for 4 from 3, I'm not going to say anything. <sighs> but if those 0 for 4 come in key moments when the defense is locked down on, on the big three or causing – Issues for those guys, but I think there'll be a problem But I think there. you're
1: conflating starting with the end oh, of the game. I, I get that. I, because no, I, I would say that the end of the game is a completely different story. I think that's fair. And I think Eric Gordon would have a lot to say about yeah. the fourth quarter and yeah. his 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 ability to play defense and shoot the three. And so that's why I'm like starting five, okay, Kogu goes out there, plays six minutes, and then he goes off the bench maybe if he's not shooting well. Okay, no big deal. But I do think he's going to start on the other team's premier guard no yeah. matter what. I
2: think I think that's fair. And let's be honest, t- we're splitting hairs here because what this means is, unlike last year where you were hoping anything stuck, you now have options, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. That's that's the difference here and what tonight showed us is you've got a lot of talented guys behind yeah. beyond those big three, yeah. so you'll have a lot of options. And if you're Frank Vogel, at times this year, you might mix it up and you've got guys
3: that are worthy of that. Here's the thing, is we can live in a world where a Koge's a starter and Grayson closes games. I mean, that yeah. that can be exactly what we're gonna see. And I mean, I, I'm seeing the chat chill out on Saban Lee a little bit, man. Like there's a reason why this guy's a two way and yeah. he's a third point guard in the league. Like, if you if if you put Saban Lee in with these kind of minutes at that position for a full game versus that team, that's why he's minus twenty three. Like, we're not asking Saban to do that. Saban's going to come in in spots and do a good job. But just
2: pump, yeah, pump the damn break. If Saban Lee is one of your starting guards, one of two things happen. Complete catastrophe, or you've led the West by so much that you're resting guys right. at the end of the year. Like,
3: that's, that, that's the only way you're going to see Saban
2: Lee start when it counts.
3: That's why they had—that's what I'm saying. No, d- dog, here's the thing. He has a role. He's not a starting NBA point guard. He's just not. And when you put him in that situation, these are what the, this would look like.
1: I don't think anybody's saying that. I'm just, I no, just I'm think, saying, no. I'm saying. I'm The think chat is it, I saying think, that. I think
3: the chat is just saying he played like shit. Tomorrow. No, the chat is saying Saban Lee is trash. He's got gar- He's not trash and he's not garbage. Well, but he did play. Starter. But he did
1: play like shit tonight compared to last game. That's like asking.
3: That's like asking your third string quarterback who comes in for a couple plays a game to be your starter. He's going to be trash. That's why he's a third string hold quarterback. Can we pull, hold on? we're saying he played like shit. the dude had 11 points yeah. nine assists
2: only three turnovers shot three of seven he, got the yeah. line six times that's but, what i'm saying but
1: he, he was, was
0: being selfish though. but he was being I selfish get, he's out that. of
1: control he was, like I, I he was, was out of control he was, yeah. he was completely looking, looking off guys that were wide open Like that's true there's that's the true. intangibles to this game that are more than just fucking stats I get and, it, and when you watch fan. that game Rash you're like come on guys
2: is is when you can't do anything I agree that he he over. Well, if that's the bar, then nobody in the
1: league is ever trashed.
0: To be fair (laughs)
1: because they all do something if they touch the court,
0: right? Oh yeah. Saban Lee is on a two way. That's what I'm saying. They're not gonna cut him, they're gonna keep him on a two way, and that'll be what he is for the rest of the season. And Saban is also trying to earn his there you spot go. in Thank the league, too. Yep. So when he gets these opportunities in preseason, he's trying to do too much. This, so, this should this he, might, should yep. he maybe take a step back and show that he could be a better team player? Sure. But at the end of the day, all he's trying to do is take advantage of an opportunity he's, and show off. Listen. You can't blame the guy I, for listen, that. Listen, just to
1: be clear, Saban Lee was not good tonight. I thought he played very well against yeah. Detroit. Yeah. He's a two-way player. He's not a max player. I don't know why the fuck we're spending so much goddamn
3: time on Saban Lee right I'm now anyway. Awesome I, mean, I mean, bro, we watched the game. We're talking about Saban because we watched the game. We talk, we're doing a post game on the game, and he played a significant role in today's Can game. Let's so, get to
2: Jordan let's, Goodwin let's playing. Talk about the,
0: also, like, Jordan Goodwin is hurt, you guys. Yeah. That's why he's not yes, playing. Exactly. Um, he yeah. was hurt on Sunday. He's still hurt, so that's why we're not seeing any Jordan Goodwin. That's why we're not seeing any Ish Wainwright, and also why we're not seeing any Damian. And also, court.
1: again, in the context of preseason, I could give a fuck about the game. I want to talk about the first half because that was the most impactful part of this game, in my opinion. The first half kind of showed you the depth and the and the yeah. quality of depth that we had compared to the to the starters of the the Nuggets. So let's get to that point.
2: Oh, can I hold on? Can I? One person in the chat goes: "Saban Lee isn't Brock Purdy." I don't even know how to deal with that comment. I don't even know what that means. No, he's not Brock. Perry. No, he's not the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. Well, Under-
1: they're, they're, 49ers. they're saying they're saying you use the third string as the excuse as to why he shouldn't be good, and they're using Brock Purdy as the example as the exception to that rule. Come I'm on, just, man! I'm come on! Saying.
3: And Brock Purdy should not never been the third string. He was always. Better than Trey Lance. So Trey Lance was never really the second string. So let's just clear that up.
0: I'm so confused because everybody now is saying, would you rather have Saban or tj mcconnell that's not like, even an option guys, guys. Kind of, what no, are we doing i would right rather now. have tj mcconnell but that's not a thing that you I can mean, do and and and, and it's what gonna is get
3: happening and it's we're in mid-season get, form yes it's I'm gonna so get to confused. the point where now people are gonna say oh maybe we should cut say well he's a t- on a two-way so You're we're not, not we're not anymore. doing that no trust like, me you
1: got people in the chat that are already talking about can we trade little and in a second oh gosh, for for T.J. McConnell, I mean that's just that's just Come not on. never going to happen. Like <laughs> I don't know why every everybody thinks that we can trade scraps for premier. Uh, players just because it happened one we're, time <laughs> with the guy that had a no trade clause that ruined games. the fan base yeah. we're two games into the preseason yeah. <laughs> yeah. we
0: just we need to get to regular can we season talk about basketball Youssef, in yeah. a minute we can talk about Yusuf. i think we need a little bit of a reset here wow. um i know we're all arguing in the chat and all the things there's just a lot of craziness happening on a tuesday night but one thing that is not crazy. Well, it's a little bit crazy depending on how you look at it, is that our friends over at BetMGM are literally handing out basically free money for you guys. All you have to do is download the app, sign up using the code PHNX and you will receive $200 oh instantly in additional winnings regardless of don't your wager's outcome when no, I you place a wager of at least $10. So once again, sign up for the BetMGM Sportsbook app, use that code PHNX, and when you place your first uh wager of at least $10, you'll receive $200 instantly an in additional winnings regardless of your wages outcome check out the show notes for full details and now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer
4: gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER colorado dc illinois indiana kansas louisiana maryland mississippi new jersey nevada ohio pennsylvania tennessee virginia west virginia wyoming call 8778 hope and or text hope and Y 467-369 new york call 1-800-327-5050 massachusetts 21 plus to wager please gamble responsibly call 1-800-next-step arizona 1-800-bets-off iowa 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help michigan 1-800-981-0023 puerto rico in partnership with kansas crossing casino and hotel visit MGM.com for terms and conditions us Offers not available in DC, New York, or Ontario.
1: Listen, <laughs> the best way to watch these games is through our new partner, Arizona hey, uh, Family Sports. Uh, obviously, board, they've done a great job of uh, showing uh, the, the Suns' games of, uh, of late. Uh, their first two games, I thought, hey, listen, they brought a little bit uh, back a little bit of nostalgia. Um, it's a great vibe. It's short and sweet. You can go to ArizonaFamily.com and go to the Suns link to find the, the best channel for you, depending on what area of the state uh, you watch Suns games in. So everybody in the state has access to every Suns game uh, on a variety of different channels with just a simple antenna on your TV. So check them out, ArizonaFamily.com. Did I miss anything in that? Re- um
0: part? I'm just supposed to tell you, wherever you live in Arizona, if you visit AZFamily.com and click Suns Games for listing information for your area, it's great resources to help you find your Phoenix Suns games on Arizona Family Sports. Yeah, that's paraphrasing. Simple as that. There you go. Yeah, I,
2: I just want to say this and remind the chat: nobody does it like Sabin Lee. All right,
1: <laughs> listen.
0: Okay, while we you brought us y'all back about to, to give Flex a heart attack
1: right now. <laughs> yeah, out there. yeah, like, yeah, he yeah he
0: I don't think sometimes I,
1: you know, listen, you know, Flex is still still getting his feet wet in the show. He doesn't fully understand. y'all's He doesn't y'all's quite humor understand sometimes. your sarcasm. Yeah. And when you guys start saying shit like bring back Landry, <laughs> he literally thinks you want to bring back Landry. Oh <laughs> man. Hello. Uh, Save it for Espo. Make it go. Jeff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So we have a couple super chats. We'll read real quick. We got one from thunder. Thank you. Thunder Stan. Appreciate you. Said Grace and Gordon. Yuda met to you banks. I'm pretty happy with our bench that held their own tonight.
1: Absolutely.
0: Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Uh, is it Sade, right? Sade. Sade said, I liked what I seen from everyone except Sabin Lee.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, so actually it should be Shade, not Sade. Oh, <laughs>
0: uh Thunder Stan sent us another one, said Sabin over Shamit.
3: Hey.
1: I'm not going to disagree.
0: And then they sent us <laughs> another one that said, unlike Landry Shaman, I bet Saban feels bad about his Damn, name. Bro. Damn, we done bro. started <laughs> some
3: shit with Saban in
0: man. I'm sorry, also, guys. It's a hometown <laughs> boy, too. I'm sorry, guys. I know. We got to be nice. Um, Paisley, we did get your super chat, but you didn't attach a comment to it. Mm. So if you want to just drop a comment, you don't have to send another super chat. Just drop a comment. And we'll read that one. All right. Awesome. What did you want to talk about, Saul? Yusuf. Let's talk about. Nurkic. Let's talk
1: about Yusuf. Listen, I, I thought first of all he set the tone right out of the way. Yeah. Um, and he 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 made Nurkic, I'm sorry, Jokic, uh, work down low on the block. Yeah. Um, I thought defensively he was a little bit more sound. Uh, you know, they didn't play as much drop coverage, but they he was playing a little bit more up. Yeah. Uh, in, in in the pick and roll, but um, I thought he was able to react um, better. Overall, yeah. I thought his reactions were better. He was better positioned than he was the other night. Again, you're going to see this kind of development all season long. They're going to try to hide certain things that he doesn't do well um, in coverages uh, as the season goes on. But I thought when you're looking at the the champs, the defending champs, mm-hmm. and you want to see how he would match up against a guy like Jokic, I think you got a small little glimpse. Yeah. It's not going to be per- perfect because nobody's going to be able to play uh, jokic perfect he's the best player in basketball straight up like how? You, what are you going to do to stop him right but if you try to just make him work a little bit more and exhaust a little bit more energy it might be able to provide dividends in other ways i'm not saying he's going to go from you know jokic is going to go from like 38 a game to like 30 but i will say listen if he's physically exhausted by the time you get to the fourth quarter then who knows maybe you get a few uh, extra uh, buckets or, or or things that go your way, and, and that's really all you're hoping for. So I, I thought it was great that he he was aggressive and uh, he went at Jokic. He did not back yeah. down. Um and listen, they're former teammates. Uh, they have yeah. a history. <laughs> he played for the Nuggets back in the day. Like there was something else there. Um I liked that he that he hit Jokic and Jokic tried to flop and fall on the ground, and he was just like. Get the fuck out. Seems
0: he, like he knows how to maybe get under his skin. Yeah. He's, That's he a great like, point. he's
2: like us. He does not like
0: it. It doesn't you seem could, like you he's a tell. fan.
2: That was not yeah. preseason. I'm going through the motions. He went straight at him. He dropped a shoulder multiple times trying to get to the rim. He got to the free throw line eight times. Like, this is a guy yeah. that I loved the aggressiveness uh, tonight from him. And I love the fact that after getting, what was it, five personal fouls and, uh, in game one one didn't yeah. get any bogus uh moving screen calls or anything like that tonight he went out there uh and and he he was entertaining i like I like a guy that's not afraid to go straight at the mvp
3: you you can feel it from jump ball and you can see it like he sent the message tonight bro he he absolutely sent the message tonight and I think the message was I'm here. I'm going to do my damn job. I'm going to get physical, and I'm not backing down from anybody. That was a clear damn message. You could feel it in the arena. That first play, um, that arena was crazy. I mean, and 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 again, you watch off-the-ball stuff. Like, I was paying close attention to that matchup, and there was a couple little, you know, certain little things that you could just see happening, a little hand fighting, a little Push here, push there. I felt like exactly what Lindsay said. There's something behind this. That guy played with with the Joker. He practiced with him. I got the feeling right away that he knows how to get under his skin, and that's going to be a good thing for the he Phoenix. he was supposed owner. to be the, the future. He was, and then, then, then Joker just stole the shit. Yeah, well... Yeah,
0: which, I mean, you can't... Yeah, you yeah. can't blame him, yeah. Like, on, yeah. I mean, I mean if what, you're nerfed, you could be a little mad, but you also kind uh, of... You got to be like, understanding oh, yeah, that.
1: Uh, by the way, I, I am the
3: better player. Yeah. Oh, he is.
0: But regardless, it is good to see... It's good to see he's not afraid. Yeah. He's willing to... Um, initiate contact and take contact. He's not afraid of any of that, and that's really great to see. I mean, and he got to the line what eight times tonight?
3: Yep, eight for eight. Yeah. yeah. Can I ask all of y'all? I'm, I, I want this opinion. Let me hold oh, go go on. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm gonna say this to you, Flex, <laughs> What's up? and I
2: love you, my go brother. Ahead, go ahead, bro. You do not have to ask us if you can ask us a question. You can ask us a okay, question anytime you
3: want. He's, open. Told, He's open. told me that already. Sure He's kidding.
1: told me that already. Nobody's gonna shame <laughs> you. No. I will. I no. will.
3: So, I'm just kidding. <laughs> for real. On that play that uh, he backed Joker down and mm-hmm. Joker flop. If that's DeAndre with the ball, does Joker flop? Look. Ooh. I'm 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 being honest. When I saw it, I'm like. That's the fucking difference right there.
2: I will. Hand I will play. backing
3: down on Aiden. You joker with a stat right there and say, come on, give it to me because I know you ain't got it like that.
2: And, and body type, like, body type, body type is, no, a yeah, big, yeah, yeah. is a big part of this too because, you know, Nurkic is not that far off from what, uh, from what Jokic's body type no, is. No, they're about the same. And I think mm-hmm. that's part of it is that, yeah. you know, when you match physicality with physicality, Uh, That changes the equation, and and that's—I think—that's a big part of uh, that. I don't think we fully looked at is a big part of why they went and got Nurkic uh, to to play center. If if you haven't
3: seen
1: Nurkic in person yet, okay, like the TV doesn't do it justice. He looks just like another tall, tall center. But if you look at him from the from the waist down, (laughs) he is super thick. Like his fucking legs are massive. His calves are massive um like he's a he's a bigger dude than dada D-A looks like he's built yeah. but he's he's kind of like scrawny but leaner like yeah, he's, he's way leaner, leaner. Yeah. yeah and so like it's it, it is definitely a difference Hell for yeah sure.
3: well
2: nurkic is built like a tree right i mean he's he's got that thick base and and i think that's just oh that's gonna God play better the nuggish had a
3: tight. The the Nuggets had a type. I mean, they took two guys that are like mirror images of each other in a sense, and they kept the guy that they like more. But
2: yeah, they made the right choice. Hell yeah, they did. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say they didn't make the right choice. But did I say something wrong?
0: No. Also, everybody
2: everybody was
1: like pause.
0: Um, real quick, I I know. I know that Nurk didn't make a 3 tonight but he attempted 3 of them. Yeah. And yeah. we don't have to spend too long on this, but I do think it's worth noting just in general um how many 3s were attempted by the Suns tonight. So they were they shot 14 of 35 from deep, mm-hmm. which you know, 40%, not too shabby, but I just want to acknowledge the fact that they took 35 threes tonight. Yeah. Okay. Which last year Thirty-five would have been insane, and we didn't have any of our our big three out there.
3: That's good. Great. That's point.
0: a big drastic change. Yeah. It, and I know it's preseason and whatever, whatever. But I still think it's worth noting, and it's something that I'm really excited to see this year.
3: Nurk might have taken already more threes than Da did the whole season. Yeah.
1: I uh, mean, with
0: just tonight alone. Just tonight alone. Zeus, and and last
1: Zeus 4, I, I know you're new to this, but we still have like 30 minutes left to go. We're gonna get to everybody. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah,
0: can,
2: it, some of the two of those Nurk threes I could have done without it, it, with the result. One was a complete air ball, but I, I like a guy that's not afraid to shoot it and does it in a natural rhythm. Your point on, on attempts, tonight they were right at league average for the last three years at around thirty-five. So I think we will see more of that from this team. But also we can't forget the mid range will still be oh, for sure. a huge part of this uh, with with Beal Durant. Booker and even we saw it in game one when those guys were around. You to take some of those, Grayson Allen. I don't and this isn't this isn't breaking news. We're not seeing the Suns full offense right no. now, either, or full defensive schemes. So some of that will change the the makeup, but I think we will see more threes yeah. than we have before. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Also, um, you guys, Suns basketball is back, and that means you need to get your hands on some Suns, brew from four peaks and it is october which also means that their pumpkin porter is mm. back as well so exciting times go. we got sun's basketball we got pumpkin porter season here from four peaks so visit fourpeakscom slash locator to find all your favorite brewery tours and events they do haunted uh, brewery tours during the month of october and they're a lot of fun it scared so a lot last year when we went on Um, but they also have a lot of other events like Steinholding, Oktoberfest, and again, the brewery tours, Uh, so check them out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub on social to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. You must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks, and we ask you please drink responsibly. Also, it is patio season now, and Illegal Pete's has one of the best patios you can find in town, and the best part is that they've got happy hour every single day at all 12 locations from 3 p.m., to 8 p.m. so be sure to take advantage of that you can stop in they've got great drinks great food piping hot queso illegal pizza is your go-to spot for burritos buddies and beer and they have been for 28 years all right couple more super chats uh buddha said couldn't say hi to flex because i lost my voice flex say hi to buddha
3: buddha what up bro
0: Buddha must have been at the game, so that he probably couldn't catch you. But,
2: yeah. Buddha, you could always do this, you know.
0: Like, Well, at a game, it's kind of hard. You know what I'm saying? You guys be nice. Uh, and then Paisley sent us a super chat and said, on the broadcast, they compared Frank taking on a new team with many new players versus taking on a team with same players being indoctrinated into a new system. Which would you prefer?
1: I'd rather fresh all new everything. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I don't.
0: It's easier. It's a clean slate for yeah, everybody, yeah, basically. Yeah, sure.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't think it it matters uh, in, in a lot of ways. The the irony, though, is, yeah, Frank is, is new here, and he's bringing defensive philosophies, but your offensive mind in Kevin Young is still the same guy, too. So you get the best of both worlds, some continuity with that, you know, with the guys that have been here, but then a fresh start. Overall, but
1: I, I just, you know, I, I think that if you had, let's just say that Frank came in and this roster went from, you know, a complete overhaul, which it did. And instead you had like maybe seven or eight of your guys still on the roster from last year. Um, I think it'd be harder to break those tendencies yeah. and yeah. those habits that they had with the previous coach rather than like a guy like Devin Booker, who is basically the lone one standing yeah. um, and 14 other new guys around him. And they all don't have those same habits. They don't have yeah. that same messaging. They yeah. don't have those same the the same verbiage. So they all have to go through this together. So when Booker falls back into those bad habits, he just looks like the odd one out, as opposed to well, this is how we've always done yeah. it with these other guys. You know, what I'm he, saying? He so knows, it's
3: a little bit of an adjustment. You know, it's a good thing about your point too is. Uh, Frank had a voice in some of the guys that came in. Mm -hmm. So you're able to get a whole new team, but he's able to kind of pick and choose certain guys that he likes for a system, which I'm sure happened. So, yeah, I like the fresh slate. I mean, you just go in there, your system, everybody adapts to it equally as opposed to having to adjust to them. Yeah,
2: and he brought in a staff primarily that he'd worked with before that he trusts to help these guys all, uh, you know, Learn the system, too, which is which is nice for him because there is some familiarity. Seven well. guys you yeah. brought over, right? Yeah. yeah, I think Kevin Young's the only guy. It's the he only, only guy he
1: didn't. Yeah. yeah
0: so. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, back to tonight's game. We had some people in the chat wanting us to talk about a few additional players. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple we can talk about. For I mean, we could talk about every single I mean, we, one. Honestly,
1: we should. Just Obviously, we can just go everybody. straight down Let's the go. list. Let's do it.
0: Um, who have we, we haven't really touched a ton on Grayson Allen. Did you like what you saw from <laughs> Grayson again tonight? outside yeah. of the turnovers of course.
1: Listen, he's going to be he's going to be one of the first guys off the bench. He's solid solid shooter, like he's a good player as long as he doesn't put himself in positions to to turn the ball over, which he did. He got he got himself stuck a couple times on those drives and he really didn't have any business doing what he was trying to do uh, on those passes. So then that was it and so they they moved on, but um I thought overall he was solid.
2: I'm ready to call it Grayson Allen is my new best friend on this roster. And <laughs> we're making that. it happen. Grayson will be on the show, and uh, uh, I will awkwardly make jokes with him. All
3: so, right. I, I loved what I saw from Grayson. I, I just – listen, again, these guys are being stretched. These guys are being asked to do things that they're typically not asked to do because it's the preseason, and you're incorporating a lot of new players, and the big three's not there. So I'm okay with the mistakes. I'm okay with the five turnovers. Like, that's going to happen – Um, but I, I just, man, the guy just knows how to play basketball. Like I'm sitting there and I'm like, this fucking guy gets it. Like he just knows how to play basketball on the ball, off the ball. Um, I'm struggling right now. You know what my biggest struggle is? I'm, I'm in love. I'm infatuated with Grayson Allen and Eric Gordon.
0: Mm-hmm. And
3: I'm trying to figure out which one of those guys <laughs> is my sixth guy. Look, and
0: I mean you, can't they both be
3: They could if they both come in together, they both do the co-six men. Be?
0: But you, can, you can say a lot of things about <laughs>
2: lots of things about Duke players, but one thing you can't say is that they don't come into the league prepared to to play ball uh, and know <clears> how to the fundamentals of the game very well. Like Grayson's one of those guys. We saw it with J.J. Reddick. Grant Hill uh, was a guy, obviously immense talent early in his career, but even after the injuries was just a guy that understood the game and how to do yeah. things. Uh, you know i I know there's a lot of concern early on with Grayson, but I think already after two games he's he's starting to win people over just by the little things that he does.
0: Flex, you brought up Eric Gordon. How much are you enjoying watching him? I think we got a we got a nice three. Ball from Eric Gordon tonight. I think that made everyone a little happy, a little glimpse into what we'll see throughout the rest of the season.
3: Yeah, I I loved it. And, again, I'm watching a grown-ass man who knows how to play basketball, who's done a lot of good things in this league, and I'm fascinated with the fact that these guys are going to be coming off the bench. I'm going to be honest, guys. I saw two guys, Grayson and Gordon, I'm looking at them and I'm like, man, these guys can start for anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, there aren't there's thirty teams in the league. How many? How many teams do you think Grayson and Gordon can start for? Mm, Twenty. Twenty. Right. Had, there you go.
2: Heck, Grayson started on a team that, on the that best that a lot team in basketball. Thought were, was going to win the East last year. So yeah, no.
3: These I I, I love what I, Linz. I I just love it. You, you, there's just a maturity about these guys. And I'm fascinated to see how that evolves when we're playing our real guys. So it was cool to watch. Durantula said uh, Eric Gordon looks out of shape. No, that is his body type. That is just yeah. how no, Eric right, Gordon it's just looks.
2: He looks. No, yeah. He's not out of shape. He played basketball all summer yeah. internationally. He
3: so. dunked on somebody in, in the <laughs> summer. That's not out of shape.
0: All right, let's keep going down the list here. We got Drew Eubanks. We got to see him for 16 and a half minutes tonight. He had six points and a block. Mm-hmm. And a steal, an assist, and two rebounds.
2: Mm-hmm. I like his aggressiveness on defense. I mean, yeah. I, I think he's a guy that once these rotations tighten up, he'll nose roll, and it, it'll come a little bit more naturally for him.
1: Yeah, yeah he's still trying to work it out. Yeah. And that's some of these guys, it just takes a little bit of time. Um, as long as they don't look out of place, yeah. that's that's my biggest thing, is do they look out of place? And from mm-hmm. time to time, there's been a couple guys that have looked a little out of place um, but he's not he has not been one of them if anything you can say sometimes you didn't realize he was out there yeah because um, he kind of just disappeared into the game yeah uh and, and I thought we would get a little bit more I, I don't know a little bit more physicality from him early on but I, I i just feel like he's just working himself into it and he's gonna find a good groove here soon and then he'll it, be he'll be fine i agree yeah. yeah I agree
0: all right we're gonna continue this conversation here in just a minute but listen we've got our Five guys of our inner circle. Say guys because I'm including myself in that too. If you guys want to be in the best inner circle that you can get your hands on, be sure to download the free Circle K app. Their inner circle is a free. It's new membership program. It saves you 25 cents per gallon on your first five Phillips. You get every six free on a selection of Circle K products like pizza, coffee, and ice cold fountain drinks. So you can join today again just by downloading the Circle K app. Terms and conditions do apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. So let's round out this inner circle of ours and welcome in the fifth member, Mr. Gerald Borgay. Oh,
1: what G are you money. doing? Wait, are we not doing that? Oh, I'm ready. Let, I don't know what we're away. doing. Like, we're, we're new here. <laughs> in the darkness, <laughs> beyond the light, there shall only he's be one. General, he's girth. Welcome, You <laughs> Girl! Damn, For I me, like me, he's
0: Gerald, okay? He's I'm like sorry.
3: I'm
1: I like on that.
0: board with the nickname, but I will not refer to him as said nickname. But we
1: don't ever say it until we unveil it. Uh, That's well, the you know, magic of TV. New,
0: Whatever.
2: New season, same girth. All
1: right. Uh,
0: Hi, Gerald.
4: <laughs> Hi, Lynn Lynn, How are you? <laughs> Hi.
0: Hi. Yes, sir. <laughs> So, Gerald, what's your biggest takeaway from what you heard from Coach Frank Vogel after this one?
4: Yeah, it's hard to narrow it down to one because tonight was a tough game to kind of uh, analyze without the big three out there. But there were some significant takeaways. I think one of the biggest ones is that this feels like Josh Akogi's job to lose as far as the fifth starting spot. Um, He had a really good performance. Obviously, you like to see the 17 points um, shooting with confidence, he said, over the summer. Uh, when we talked to him post game that he worked really hard on just the repetition. He didn't change anything with his jump shot form, but it was just about getting reps in so he could work on that area of his game. Um, And I think the rim pressure element that he provides the ball handling element is something that the Suns value. Um, You know, obviously they're not going to have him running a ton of pick and rolls when they have Kevin Durant and Devin Booker and all these other guys out there. But we saw it a little bit tonight, his ability to just bring the ball up the floor and initiate offense the way that he was confidently attacking the rim. Um, And then of course the defensive pressure that he brings, I think they really like him and what he's brought and how he fits with that starting group so far. Um, And then the other guy who's his kind of main competition right now, it feels like uh, is Grayson Allen in terms of just being another guy that you could plug in with those starting four, and he would be able to fill the role. Obviously he's played on or off the ball. He also did a really nice job of attacking the paint, getting into the trees, um you know he was he called his dis, uh, turnovers disgusting in the locker room so he wasn't a fan of his five turnovers but he also had those seven assists um and was doing a nice job of finding shooters he was saying how nice of a luxury it is to be able to drive and have all those shooters like Eric Gordon Yuta Watanabe guys that he'll be sharing the court with in the second unit kind of spacing the floor so I I think those two guys are, are two of the guys that have really impressed the most uh, through these first two preseason games, and the Suns definitely recognize what they bring to the table.
1: You know, we talked about Yusuf Nurkic and how he attacked Jokic uh, from the start. Uh, kind of a, a if you were going to go with obvious differences between Yusuf Nurkic and Deandre Ayton, you're going to have to start there because that was blatant uh, in terms of his physicality a- against Jokic. What was your What was your thoughts on, on that? And did Frank Vogel have anything to say about uh, Yusuf?
4: Yeah, Vogel has consistently gone back to, as far as the defensive side of the ball, you know, he's learning a new scheme. He's doing, as long as he's doing the things that we're trying to teach him, as far as our defensive principles are concerned, we're going to be all right. Um, And I think we saw that a little bit tonight. Obviously, Nurkic or Jokic is one of the toughest covers in the NBA individually and for an entire team defense. Vogel was saying their defense is kind of still in the base level stage and they will layer on as the season goes along. So this was a good test for them. Um, You know, he said there were still things they're figuring out, but in terms of the physicality, that's one of the main things that Vogel keeps coming back to in terms of what Nurkic brings to the table on both ends of the floor. We saw it early in the game when he kind of just bulldozed over Jokic and laid it in. Um, You know, this place really enjoyed watching that play happen live. But um, I I think his passing is another thing. It's funny because he's such a bruiser in terms of his physicality. But in terms of his passing, he's a very skilled big in that way. Um, I wrote about that over at GoCationX.com for anyone who's interested in learning more about what he can do as a passer and what he can do as a screen setter. And I think even tonight when you don't have the big three, we saw it a little bit. In terms of the way that they ran, a lot of the offense through him, getting him the ball in the post and on the perimeter, and letting cutters kind of work off him in that way.
3: Hey, hey, Gerald, I got a question. You know my guy. <laughs> you know, you know my guy, who I'm a big fan of, and we talked about during the first game, right? Mm-hmm. I thought he was impressive, Chimezie Metu. Um, I thought he did a lot of really good things. Uh, anything from Frank about Chemezi Metu? And if not, what were your opinion on what you saw from Chemezi tonight?
4: Yeah, Vogel was seemed pretty high on Metu when he was asked about him after the game. You know, he was saying, I love his floor game, his versatility, um, the way he's been confidently shooting from three. It, it's something that if that continues, the Suns can play him at the four on the offensive end. Uh, but defensively, even if that shot's not falling, Vogel said he likes – having a second big body to throw out there against bigger lineups which is the reason why he got the start tonight against uh you know aaron gordon and uh nikola Jokic on this nuggets team that's a pretty strong and and supersized front court so he liked the way that he battled on that front um but he also said we we intend to kind of explore using him as a small ball five he -hmm. said it's something they haven't been able to do quite yet but it's something they want to do Um, for me, I've been saying, I feel like he's probably better utilized in that role, but it's difficult to see where he gets the minutes between Nurkic and Eubanks, but it is encouraging that Vogel is aware of that and, and kind of wants to get a look at it. So maybe we'll see that in the next couple of preseason games before the regular season starts.
3: All right.
2: We haven't talked about this. I wanted to wait to bring this guy up until you were here, Gerald, but Bull Bull, can we give the man his damn flowers? That was entertaining tonight
4: yeah it was it, it's the bowler coaster there are highs and there are lows like there was the behind the back pass that frank vogel said he was not crazy about it was an automatic turnover um and then there are moments where he you know does things he had a block he had um a cup that step back three really got the crowd going like the people here and pretty much everywhere he's played love him he has an impact on the crowd that is undeniable and I, I just feel like he's, you know, Frank said it best. He's a wild card for us this season. He liked the way he competed, um, but it's going to be one of those things where if the Suns want to throw a different look out there, they can with that guy as someone who can play the big man role or, you know, showcase those perimeter guard skills.
0: All right. I want to know what you guys think just overall. <laughs> Are you going to, you going to respond to that or no?
2: Did Gerald break Saul? I don't know. No, I Saul
0: just... had a pretty like deep sigh, and I wasn't sure how you were feeling. Uh,
1: no, okay. No comment. I want to get
0: all of your guys' <laughs> opinions on uh, KBD, because I think this was a guy that we were all sort of expecting to be one of the front runners for that fifth starter spot. Um, but I don't know if it's just a matter of him getting more comfortable within the system, but what are you seeing from KBD that you're liking so far and things you would like to see from him? And that's for the whole group. So, Gerald, you can start, though.
4: Yeah, I think tonight he had a better second half, especially in the fourth quarter. Um, he kind of improved his shooting numbers after starting, like, 0 for 3 or something like that. Um, he he's, hasn't looked the most confident on the offensive end. Defensively, he has put his length to good use. Um, I, I think he had a block in the first half that was pretty eye-opening. It was like, oh, damn, he's really he's got that wingspan for sure. Um, and he's talked a lot about how playing against, you know, Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker in practice every day is kind of challenging him to be a better defender. So I, I'm not sure if I, th- I think he can keep up with point of attack defense just yet. Um, and, and the offense, he definitely needs to build more confidence. But he has knocked down a pair of threes in these two preseason games. Um, and I think that'll come with time. It just might not be as seamless as some people were hoping for.
1: I think the variations that they're gonna be playing and I think this is something that we've we oftentimes miss in the preseason is that the starters or specifically the big three are not necessarily just gonna go from on the court to all three off the court you know there's gonna be a variation there where you're still gonna have one of those three on the court at all times and and I think that's when you're gonna to start to see kBd's um, you know potential on this team we also got to remember like just like a lot of the other guys out there, um, KBD is coming from a system um, in, in pop that he's been familiar with, and there's a transition period mm-hmm. there. He's a couple of these guys have been used to, to jumping from system to system to try and get their feet, you know, solidly on the ground in the NBA. KBD is not one of them. He has been at in San Antonio his entire career. Uh, well, wait, no, he started off in Minnesota. Never mind. Yeah. I was wrong. Yeah. Uh but I had I man, I had it right there. Uh and so then uh, you know, but but pop system, listen, pop, if pop tells you that he's gonna make an he's gonna make a place for himself in the NBA, I will take that to the bank. Um, I just think it's just a little bit of it's just a slow going for him, especially offensively. I agree with Gerald. Defensively is what I've been looking at the most. Because listen, guys, you're gonna have Utah. Eric Gordon, Grayson Allen, um, and other options. He doesn't have to score for your team. Right. He just has to be a solid contributor off the bench and and play defense at a higher level. So can he do that? I think absolutely he can. He's gonna be fine. I know people are kind of crapping on him right now in the chat, but he's gonna be fine.
2: I think the yeah. other the the other thing here too is defense is probably the toughest thing to look at and gauge in a preseason because your your defensive systems are, are things that come together slower than offense, right? Uh, a lot of those systems are dependent on what the rotation looks like. You're not in any normal rotations. So he's not in situations that he's going to find himself in team defensive-wise, too. I think once we get towards the end of preseason, you're seeing those rotations get a little tighter, things start to look a little bit more like they might in the regular season. We'll have a better idea as to how KBD fits in this and what his place in particular defensively is.
1: I think the hardest thing for people that have not watched KBD play a lot (laughs) is they assume, especially considering how we reacted when he got signed, right? They assume like he's going to come in and he's going to be like, Oh wow. Like they're going to be impressed in some way. He's, he looks very average on the court until you realize the small little intangibles that he puts out there and really his length Um, on the defensive end that separates him from a lot of guys in the NBA. That is his calling card. He he relatively plays on the ground the whole time. He's not a high flyer. He's not going to jump out of the gym and block shots. He's not going to really excite you in any way, to be honest with you. But when he does go up for a block shot, a lot of times he gets those. He gets the deflections. He gets his hands in the passing lanes. He comes up with those small little plays that I'm telling you as the season goes along, Those intangibles, much like we saw with Jay Crowder when he was here, will come. We'll see. See it through, and so that's what I think when I watch KBD. I'm not blown away. I just think that they're just, you know, he's just a good player, and he'll he'll prove that eventually.
3: Yeah, I think KBD's fine. I think you know he's one of those guys. He's like the epitome of slow and steady wins the race. Like he's just gonna bring it every day, consistently get better. In game one, I was a little disappointed. I wanted him to pop a little bit. Second game was a little better. But to your point, he's not a pop-off-the-screen type of guy. Mm -hmm. He's one of those guys that, again, the box score is never going to really show what he brings to the table. He's going to do all the little side things. And I also do agree that KBD is one of those guys that will flash when he's on on the court with the right personnel. And, and he, I'm sorry, just like backdoor and certain little intricacies about his game, when he's on the court with Booker, KD, Beal, you'll see a little bit more of him flash. I think he's steady. I think he'll, he'll be fine.
2: Gerald, I'm hearing rumors. Uh, is it true uh, that the NBA wheeled out the uh, the championship trophy and the Nuggets celebrated their back-to-back uh, NBA titles today? Is that, is that what happened <laughs> after this first Dad. preseason game for them?
4: No, I was reading Twitter. I thought
2: that's what happened. So
4: (laughs) it it did not happen. I can't confirm. Okay, thank you. Did the
0: did the rat travel with them?
4: (laughs) There was there was no rat. I haven't checked my backpack yet, though. So maybe (laughs) fingers crossed. Make sure you film it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, listen. Nobody here in Phoenix cares about preseason championships. So let's just get to the real thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Gerald. Anything else from tonight's game that stood out, or that about it?
4: No, that was pretty much it. It was a preseason <laughs> game without the big three. So that, totally. That, the fact that we even got all of this is pretty impressive.
0: Absolutely. Well, Gerald, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Everybody, make sure you follow Gerald on Twitter, at Gerald Bourget. And uh, read his articles over at com. Bye, Gerald. Bye, guys. Also, don't forget to check out our friends over at Shady Rays. They have gear that is built to last. We're talking about premium polarized sunglasses. And exclusively for you, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. All right, guys. We'll wrap this up with the final few guys that we haven't talked about yet. Uh, Nasir Little. How are you guys feeling about Nas?
3: It's gonna take a little bit. Yeah. Man, bit. I, I love Nas, but he's, not. he's got to he's he's just gotta go out there and play basketball, man. I just feel like he's still in that defer mode kind of deer in the headlights kind of thing. And I know he's better than that. So I'm looking forward to a better game next Which,
0: time. Which for a guy like Nas, I can kind of understand, right? He's sort of towards the end of the pack and
3: yeah,
1: A
0: lot of change in the last week and a half. Week so, and a
1: half. Yeah. That's the key. That's right. the week and a half. Yeah. So
0: you have to take into consideration that he he's trying to get to know his surroundings, literally, yeah. Phoenix in general. He's trying to get to know all these new teammates. Like some of them have had a little bit of a head start. Because at least they've known that they're gonna be on the Suns for a while. Yeah. They've built a little bit of chemistry with one another. And he's also trying to figure out what his lane is here in Phoenix too. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure for somebody like I that.
1: mean, we're trying to figure out what his lane is here. Yeah. yeah. Just watching it, we're like, I don't I don't know what what position he's supposed to be playing right now. What do they want what do they want out of him? Yeah. It was a little confusing. Yeah. And I think hell, he, he probably feels a he's little confused. confused it, yeah. Like I said, man, as this thing goes on. The the herd will thin, and people will be set in their positions. And then from that point, they have to fight to yeah. move up the ladder. And and that's okay. Listen, he's not going to get cut. No, like he's going to yeah. make this roster because he's a young, um, you know, uh, kid with with a lot of potential and a lot of athletic ability. We'll see it at some point. But again, like that—that's why this is so tough. You know, a lot these guys literally got traded a week and a half ago. And now they're mm-hmm. we're asking them to 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 show why they we should
3: have traded for them in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think the learn a cool. whole new system. Like it's a lot, man. Yeah, I haven't seen a
2: lot. Just a little bit, but uh, <laughs> but I'm, no, but uh, but honestly, everybody was talking about. Well, this team doesn't have young guys. This team. What What are some? This is a guy that you grow with a little bit. Yeah. he he comes in. He gets a little bit of an opportunity. Gets in the system. I, and maybe he plays his way into playing time. Maybe yeah. this is a, a piece that's a longer term play and that's okay. Like when you're, when you're talking about 13, 14, 15 on a, on a roster, sometimes that's okay to have a guy that it, that's a bit of a project in there. and I think that's that's some of this uh, with, with NAS that it's a little bit of a project.
0: Jacob it or leave it said exudes excuses alan doing just fine and he's new everyone's different
3: no not but, everyone's on the same yeah, level but, but alan some a,
0: players are yeah. able to do those type of things and some players are not
3: and like and alan's got been in the league a lot longer like Nas is a young guy man i mean you get some gotta give him, give him a break He'll and it's right. a very specific role too right like,
2: and Little doesn't. We, he's trying to still figure that out.
3: Like, Grayson yeah. Allen has started 70 games on the best basketball team in the NBA. He's not overthinking anything anymore. Like, he's beyond that time. Like, Nasir is still adapting. He's going to find his way. And I'm telling you, the first time that kid breaks out and bangs one on somebody, his confidence going to rise and you're going to see a lot of people like, oh, really? Yeah, nasty Nas can play.
0: Also, remember... I'm just going to give us a little bit of like a a warning as we approach the actual regular season. We have said this multiple times, and I'm pretty sure Frank Vogel has kind of at least implied it when he was talking about switching up the lineups and things. There's going to be some growing pains. Yeah, There are going to be some growing pains. We're going to lose some games. Let's just all take a deep breath now. And, and, and remember, that no. remember that it's going to it's going to be some ups and downs, some right. bumps and bruises, a little bit of a bowler coaster, if you will, at times. But we'll get it. We'll get it figured out. Is
1: that who we're talking about next? This is a hyped up practice. No. Did I say chemistry
0: or something? What did I say? You did say oh, all about chemistry. chemistry. Did I really? You
1: did, and I was just like, I'm just going <laughs> to let it go, because I was like, is, is she slurring her words? Is she
0: tired? Chemistry. Lin-
1: chemistry. I am a oh, little a bit chemetry. Tired. Chemetry. Hey, I need to have really good chemistry. Did chemistry. I really say
0: that? That's hilarious. Lin-Lin. Yes.
3: Can we talk about, a, I want to talk about a guy.
0: Yes, who do you want to talk about?
3: <laughs> you to the shooter, baby. Yeah,
0: we got to round it out on you to the shooter.
3: Can I? Go ahead. Can I just say something, guys? Yeah. I, you, I, I, lo- I fucking love you, the man. Let me tell you something. There was a player that we had. By the way, that's your sweet baby angel. I'm telling you. Um, but there, we had a guy that everybody loved, Cam Jones. And I, we we all watched Cam grow and develop. And it got to a point, and I'm sure you guys will all agree with this, but it got to a point in Cam's tenure here that every time he touched the ball and let it go, you thought it was good. Right? Did y'all g- ever get to that? Or, you, I don't know, you kind of dazed out there. Did you <laughs> ever fit, you never got to that mode uh, where you I felt was, like Cam was gonna let it go and he, he good? Yeah, I was, sorry, I was thinking, oh, about, my bad. I was thinking okay. about my pillow.
1: Oh, okay. Oh my God. So, so,
3: so <laughs> while he's thinking about his pillow, I'm gonna get to my point. My point is, um, it got to a point with Cam where every <sighs> time he touched the ball and let it go, you just feel like it's good. And now that it's hard to get there with, yeah. with certain players. I'm already there with you, though. Yes. Like, bro, that guy, when he lets you go, and I was in the building tonight, it's a fucking beautiful shot. I mean, this guy's clean, and he's confident, and I'm looking forward to it, and I'm already putting my money down on Sweet Baby Angel. That's going to be it. Him and,
1: and that, Grayson. Yeah. Like, I
3: feel like it's almost automatic.
2: Yeah. And that guy's smile is so damn <laughs> charming yeah. and intoxicating. I think that's He's definitely a shoe in for Sweet baby angel here. We I'm putting, shall see.
0: Putting my we money shall down. see. Got that right. cherub smile. Uh, two things before we say goodbye. First, we have a super chat from Bees. Thank you, Bees, for your super chat. It says Met 2 has earned more playing time slash opportunity. Absolutely. I think we're messy. definitely gonna see Chemezi get more uh, opportunity messy. throughout the re- the preseason and probably the regular season. How it's many just pre-season like games you guys said, said
3: three three. Oh god.
0: I know, Espo. You kind of summed up preseason perfectly today with your tweet about how you, it's like you have a substitute teacher, so you're technically like in class, but you're not really in class. The grade yeah.
2: don't count. Like you're right? just checking the
0: boxes. <laughs> like we're just taking attendance, and that's it.
2: Look, Frank Vogel's wheeling in the TV cart with the VHS tape. Okay, I'm aging myself, but they're putting on a video
0: for everybody <laughs> to watch.
2: There ain't no test at the end of this. This is this is for most of these guys. Going through the motions.
0: Absolutely. And then the last thing that we're going to end on (laughs) is.
1: Can I just say something? I'm sorry. I I think it's hilarious how Jose is in the chat talking about you need to play big boy basketball, take it to the rim, and you got to be physical enough with the threes. Yet he's sitting here clamoring about Cam Johnson, who was a big time three point shooter. (laughs) Come on, Jose. Pick a lane. Go ahead.
0: All right. Uh, We're going to round out today's show with something really cool that we're doing as a company in support of one of our diehards. So there is an event called Out of the Darkness Walk on October 21st. So it's a Saturday, by the way, and we're joining thousands of teams across the country for the Out of the Darkness Community Walk. It's an event that is co-chaired by one of our Die diehards that raises money for suicide prevention programs unites those who have been affected by suicide and helps create communities that are smart about mental health. So we would like to extend the invitation for you guys to join us either in person or virtually. So if you're coming in person, it's at Salt River Fields at Talking Stick at 9 a.m. on the 24th, 21st, or you can show your support virtually. But either way. Uh, the invitation is out there to join our team, PHNX, by hitting the link in the description of this show and help us hit our fundraising goal if you're able. So this is a really cool event. Leah over on the Coyotes show is very passionate about this and uh, her and our fellow diehard Karen. put it together and brought it to our attention. So we are all joining in on the cause, both in person and virtually. And now is your time. We put the link in the chat as well. And like I said, it's in the description of this show. So if you guys want to hang out, if you want to support us, again, in person or virtually, if you can donate or if you can fundraise with us, whatever you can do, we would love to have your support.
1: Well, also today is National Mental Health Awareness Day. Mm-hmm. Did I steal your thunder? Were you about to say the same thing? No. Oh, um, <laughs> and so listen, I think I, I I have I have no shame in talking about that kind of stuff. And, you know, I've experienced depression, PTSD um like severe anxiety like it is a very serious thing if you don't if you if you don't take the time to really take care of yourself um and unfortunately uh those 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 two women have lost people that were very very close to them because of suicide and it's something that's so important and uh you listen if you have an opportunity to come out and support the cause or donate uh, please do uh, we, we take these things very, very seriously here at this company. Um, we're always encouraging our employees to look for initiatives that they really care about. Um, that's why we do, uh, you know, the stuff with, with Lindsay and, uh, Ryan House. and Ryan House. Um, and that's why we'll do other things. We have something going on for vets next year at our golf tournament. Like, these are all passionate causes, and uh, we just want you to be a part of it because we want to support the community, and that's what we do. Well, and, Sully, so you're not alone. I, I'm somebody who's gone
2: through depression. Uh I- I'm willing to say this out loud. I suffer for bipolarism as well. I was diagnosed with that uh, late or earlier this year. And it, like, I think there's so much of a stigma not to talk about it mm. that I think it's important for us in these opportunities to, to bring that up, mention it and not have some shame towards it, that it's just part of, uh, of life. So
3: yeah, Yeah. we, we got to break the stigma. We really do. I mean, at the age of 22, I dealt with severe anxiety, stress, depression, panic disorder. I didn't know what was going on. and, And it took a lot of help and a lot of, uh, you know, the people around you. Um, but it's a serious thing. I take it very serious and this is really important to everybody involved. Um, my, I have a daughter who lost her best friend in high school to suicide and I saw how that affected her and and that family and those group of people, and so yeah, this is this one touches home. So uh, yeah, we got we got to kill the stigma. We got to get around. If you need help, reach out. You know, uh, talk to people. Go, you know, therapists, yeah. books, all kind of stuff. There's a whole bunch of ways to do it. You just got to be willing to, you know, ask for help and and not be afraid to, because there's a stigma around it and it's, it's terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk to somebody. That's the biggest thing.
0: Absolutely. And also, it's really cool, too, that just as a community, we get to kind of have these different introductions to different organizations, different events, um, because there's so many great ones out there, but sometimes, you know, like... You find a few that you really love and you kind of end up just sticking with those ones. This introduces you to different ways yeah. that you can get involved, yeah. different ways you can find support. And mm-hmm. also, like I said, this came from one of our diehards. So if there's something that you guys love, send it to us on the Discord, too. We'd love to know about these type of things, especially yeah. if it's coming from you guys. So then we know that you've got a connection there as well. It's just a an, an extra step within the building of this community that we've all done together.
1: Sometimes just identification is the thing that'll, that'll save you the most. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us don't, don't realize we're going through it until maybe something happens and it's too late mm-hmm. or, or you do something that you regret. And, um, you know, I've certainly, I've been in that position, um, you know, and, and so listen, please come out, you know, and, and join the cause and, and really, educate yourself about what people may be going through if you are not experiencing it yourself. Um, so that way you have some empathy for people that open up to you and say, Hey, I don't know how to deal with this. I'm going through this. You know, or what should I do? You can at least point them in the right direction to get them the help that they need. Mm-hmm. Uh, because one of the things that, I, that I'm a big advocate of is professional help is usually the best help. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things you don't want to do is really unload every single time on on your closest loved ones because they don't have the expertise to help you get out or of the it necessarily or the capacity, yeah. Right. So this there's there's so many levels to this. So come out, have fun with us, walk around, and join the cause. Donate some money and have a good time with us. Um, it's it's all for a great cause.
2: Can yeah. can I take a sharp left turn? Sure. Just uh, before we end this, I've seen a lot of talk about the Portland Trailblazers tonight and <laughs> Tumani Kamara, DeAndre Ayton. I thought, "Oh, well, I obviously didn't get a chance to watch any of that. I was, you know, we had hockey, playoff baseball, obviously watching the Suns." So, I go to the box score. You know who they played tonight?
3: Yeah, the Breakers. The freaking
2: New Orleans New Orleans. The New Zealand Breakers. <laughs>
0: Come
3: on, man.
2: Okay. I don't need to, like, I Listen, don't need to hear anything man. about how they play.
0: <laughs> the Adelaide 36ers whooped our behinds <laughs> yeah. just a yeah. few my, days ago, my, it feels my, like. But my point is, it don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter. <laughs> Anyways, um, okay. I'm going to round this out with a comment from the chat. This one comes from Marco. It says, compliment your homies. Low key, though, do it. Like, just Word. like seriously, yeah.
3: do it for real.
0: You're not my homie, Saul. Not today. <laughs> oh, wow. See, <laughs> Not I, only
3: will to see that I compliment see? you. You would, yeah, yeah. See how that works. You <laughs> know
2: what,
0: Saul? You're Listen, my homie. All right, you, you likewise, can't for the I, compliment. I, I appreciate you. You just gotta you let voice. me do whatever whatever no, like it. Back to the point though. I love this. <laughs> Compliment your homies, you know how nice it is to hear something nice, it really is okay. nice from, to hear people, something in from
1: people in your
0: life, especially yeah. when it comes from a guy to another guy. Because I don't think it happens right. that often. Can I compliment each other no, right no, now? No, to no I'm, I'm, gonna
3: do, I'm gonna do it for you. No, I'm gonna keep it real. Both these guys can tell you, and it feels weird sometimes because when I think when I do it, y'all, y'all may be hesitant. I have no problem when I call Saul at the end of the call, I, I say, love I, I love you, bro. Yep. Espo, Every I love time. you bro yep. And and that's something I learned Talking about what we were talking about previously About like opening mm-hmm. up yeah. Like you know don't be afraid to say I love you to somebody man Like hug your loved ones, cherish your loved ones The people that you operate with and your homies And the people that really care and are invested in you It's okay to tell you you love them As many times as possible Because uh, it makes you feel better And I think it it makes them feel better
2: Saul, I love you, Flex,
3: I love you I and love I, all I love you, you. Lindsay, do you want to just end the
2: show now? <laughs> <laughs> I knew
0: that one was coming. Love you guys, too. Okay, we'll see you guys tomorrow. We'll have a show at 3 p.m. I mean, for you. I mean, you can tell we
1: have great chemistry. on
0: show. <laughs> <laughs> the show. The chemistry is undeniable. undeniable.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: But listen,
0: maybe that's the new word. tree. D- it's fun. It's yeah. a fun word. Okay. I mean, goodness gracious. Anyway... Goodbye, everybody. Follow the show on Twitter at phnx underscore suns. You can follow me at Lindsey Smith-AZ. You can follow Saul at Saul Bookman. You can follow Flex at Flex from Jersey. And, of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. You're lucky I like you, Espo, because I could have cut you off and ended the show without your ahoy hoy. So just remember that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing gets you further than threats, Lindsay hey, Just remember, you all matter. And if you need something, ask for it. Love, you all. Love, Love you, you all. It's important. Love you, Planet